You're listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast, episode 35. Welcome to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast, where positivity and spirituality create an enhanced life's journey with the wisdom of Ifa and Orisha. I am your host, Iya Omileti Olubuni. Welcome to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. I am Iya Omileti. Thank you for spending some of your time with me to talk about all things Orisha, spirituality, and growth. So turn up the volume if you are in your car or put on your earbuds and grab a cup of that coffee or tea. Just grab something to drink. It is time to chill and chat. Today's episode is being brought to you by our very own Orisha Wisdom's top five things to know before choosing a godparent. It is our newest resource available to help you choose a godparent in our traditions. How do you get your hands on this? It's simple. Just go to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash godparent choice. And after you hear the question, you'll see just how appropriate this printable will be. On this episode, we're going to tackle one of your questions. For those who are new to the podcast, Ask a Priest is a series on the podcast which is directly working with you, the community. Coming into the traditions can be a bit hard, scary, challenging, confusing. Oh my goodness. And what is bound to come about? Questions and more questions. So I created a series called Ask a Priest where you get to write one of your burning questions about the Orisha traditions and there is a chance that your question will be answered here. I hope that you enjoyed this mini episode and with that, let's get this going. Joseph asks, why is it so hard to find a godparent? I've been asking online for months. And I found priests who will answer some questions and a bunch of others trying to be my friend on my DMs. Joseph, first of all, thank you so much for writing this to us. It was a toss-up of choosing your question or hundreds like these because your frustration is not uncommon. The process of getting a godparent is not a one, two, three thing. I wish that it was. I wish that I could tell you that once you go somewhere and you ask for a godparent that it is going to happen. It doesn't quite work like that. Even with the benefits that we have of technology, there is still a lot that goes into the process. Going online is not the best place to find that person. There are a lot of reasons, and when I see this question, and I see it every single day, I want to scream when you put out, hi, my name is so-and-so, I am located place so-and-so. It puts you out there for those unsavory priests who want to DM you, and they want to be a friend, and they want to read you, and they want to initiate you. If you must go online, Observe, observe, ask questions, 
and then observe some more. It might take much longer time than just a couple of months. I think it is best to, if you're part of a couple of forums, there are always a couple of people who are going to stand out to you. There will be yes, so-and-so who always answers thoroughly, who always has time to respond, who her demeanor just vibes with you. Some people like that directness. Some people don't. They like sugarcoating. You have to find somebody that stands out. Is it in the lineage that you want? Is it how you want? How do they respond? Are they quick to respond? Do they condemn you first? You have to check these things out and observe much more. It is important. I kind of alluded to this, but it is important to find out what lineage you want to go into first. There is a difference in worship. I'm only going to talk about these two, which are Lukumi and Isheshe. There is a difference in how they worship each Orisha. The days of worship are different. How they worship is different. Even the prayers are different. How they explain an Odun is different. So if you are in a Lukumi reading and a particular Odun comes down, that's it. You're doomed. The sky is going to fall apart. The same Odun may come down in Isheshe and they just translate it differently. Which one is right? They're both right. It depends on the lineage that you want. So it is important. In the beginning, I think it is very, very good as you are looking to see where you fit. But asking online is not the best way. It's just not. It just puts you out there. There are a lot of things that can go wrong. You don't know this person. They may be really far away. You don't know if they really jive with you. Another point that I have is that these traditions are more out there than they used to be. Before, it was very, very shush, like secret. But thanks to books, thanks to technology, it is still secret, although it's out there and private, but it's out there. It's kind of confusing. I'll explain. Most houses are not run in a church, like a physical place, but a person's house. So here's a question that I have for you. You're trying desperately to find a godparent. Do you really think that people are just going to ask you, a stranger, to come over to their house? Probably not. So although our traditions are more out there and it's been out on shows and movies, social media, more books, more things, people are more out there, what happens inside of the community, a lot of things are still not discussed. And even if you know what something is, it's still kept very, very tight-lipped by those who are in it. Another point that I have is events are a great way to meet priests. It is. So here is where we're going to merge the new with the old. The internet is a great, great resource of events. If I am wherever I'm at, so let's say I'm in New York and I type Orisha events, boom, 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 you see a whole bunch of things. Then it will become up to you to find out if they are open to the public. If they are open to the public, 
then of course you should have some knowledge of protocol, at least come in in your white. Don't try to make an event right afterwards and have a good time. Now, forums are a good way to find out local Orisha events. I have seen quite a few organizations where different priests get together and they have yearly things. Like in New York, I've I've spoken about this before. They have the Yemaya uh, Festival, and that's pretty big. And different houses always meet there because it happens every year. There are, depending on the location, one organization that I know that are in different places and they do have many events and you can contact them is Olosha's United. They're basically Lukumi. They're awesome. And they have a lot of events. I have never attended one. They haven't been in my location, but I've seen a ton of pictures. And if I were close to them, you better believe that I am going to make my way to go there. When you go there to those events, I do have to say, Please don't crowd priests like, hi, you're a priest here. Take my number, be my godparent. We've had that happen. And I know personally, it's funny, but I feel so bad because I know what it is to want to have a godparent so bad that I'm like, you're a priest. Take me, please take me. But it's more of building a relationship. Even though we have the internet, we still have to bring in the communal aspect to it so that you can start touching base with people and vibing them out and feeling them out and maybe getting invited to another event and getting to know them. And maybe the vibe will keep growing stronger. And that's a good sign. Another point I have, working with your good ancestors is a great way to help to guide you. And it's still should be one of your number one plans of action. It's really difficult for me to explain, especially when I'm speaking with my students of Alejos 101, and they're like, but I don't know anyone. I don't have a community around me. And I always say, you do. You just haven't found it quite yet. And sometimes you really, really want to. And I got it. You really want to. but your ancestors have to be on board. And somehow, I guess through the other world, things start moving along so that you can move on in the direction that you need to. They can assist to make things happen for you so that you can move on and go to perhaps bump into a person in Walmart or in the supermarket or when you're taking your kid to school, you will notice somebody who's wearing an ileke like, oh, I know this, this ileke, this person is Lukumi. Oh, I'm going to stop my car. I'm going to flag them down. I just want to talk to them. Priests understand. Aborishas understand. We understand that there are people who are searching and it's an exchange of energy. It's more like we know you are searching, but we don't know if what we have is what you need. So we're also going to be very cautious, as you should be as well. However, you have to work with your ancestors, with your good ancestors, to explain to them, listen, this is the path that I want to go into. I don't know where I'm going, but please help me. Point me in the right direction. Take me to where I need to go. 
Here is one of the points that you probably are sick of hearing, but I have to mention it because referrals are still the right and it should be up there the way, one of the best ways of at least to meet the priests. And I know, I know that this can be tough. Many of us are just brand new. Many of us, this is a new way of thinking of life. For many of us, we are the first in our families to come into this path. And we don't want to tell our friends because, you know, they might judge us or, you know, your family. Oh, my goodness, you're going to burn in hell. It's tough. I, I get it. But as you are walking in this path, you're going to start meeting people. And maybe you have a friend and maybe they kept this in the hush hush because this is not something that you want to be open about because, you know, maybe you were a Christian, diehard Christian with a diehard Christian family and all of your friends were Christians. So you didn't know that they on the side were seeking a priest's assistance. So conversations will come up and they'll say, yeah, I have a priest that I've been working with. You know, he reads me very well. And the, you know, what he says is on the money and the abodes, they have been very helpful and blah, blah, blah. Maybe you should meet him. What may happen after that is that priest may not jive with you as a godparent, but he may be the in to start helping you in your way. And maybe he'll mention, hey, we have an Ocha, whatever, let's say an Ocha. Okay, so we have an Ocha coming up. We're going to have a little baby Oshun. She's going to be making Oshun. And, you know, you've been coming around for a couple of months to get your readings. Would you like to come? That may be when you meet other priests. There are so many ways of talking to priests. And then from there, we can start seeing whether this priest is going to be our person for us. All right, let's talk about this because I think everybody who has crowned, almost everybody, everybody who has crowned, everybody who has come into the traditions, they, as soon as we come in, we think we are ready to meet our godparent. And we're ready because we've made the decision that we are going to worship Arisha. So you might think that you are ready to meet your godparent, but in reality, you might not be. There are a lot of things that are just not right for you. You might not be in the right lineage. Therefore, nothing is happening for you because you either are meeting or not even meeting anybody, but you're pursuing a lineage and that's not where you're supposed to go. You might not be in the right branch of that lineage. Let's say you are supposed to be in Lukumi. Lukumi is going to be it for you. That's where you fit. However, there are many branches right underneath that lineage and you might not be in the right one. Let's say you're trying to get to know someone and they're in branch, I don't know, Pimienta. And that's not the branch that is going to be for you Something may be stopping you, even on a spiritual level, that does not allow you to meet that person who is going to be your godparent or who's something is there. Something is just not letting it happen. Another one could be your ancestors might not want you to go with that person 
that you're thinking of right now. They know things. They can see things. They are vested in you and your success. And they're like, "Mm, yeah, I'm a little iffy about yet so-and-so. No, we're not going to make that happen. And things, your car breaks down. You can't make that event. Like all kinds of crazy things happen because they know that you think you're ready. So you're going to jump in head first. And they're like, "Uh uh-uh, we don't want you to do that. This is a very important point. You might think that these traditions are something, but that's something that you think it is. You're not ready for. You may be like many of us. We've read the books. We've been part of the forums. We have read articles, blog posts. There were bloggers that were doing exposés. I knew all about that, according to me, of course. I was in living in New York. There were a lot of events. I knew a lot of priests. I was in it. And I'm like, I'm ready. I am ready to meet my godparent. I am ready to move forward. And again, you might think that you are ready. But the truth is, you may not be ready for the work and the commitment that it takes, even though you think you are. My god sister and I, we talked about this and we talk about it often, actually. I remember a particular conversation because her and I, we started the traditions at basically when we really got very deep into it. We got very deep at the same time. So if she was part of a forum, I knew that I was going to be part of that forum by the end of the day. And likewise, if I was going to event, you better believe that I was going to tell her because we were we wanted to we wanted this together and we were struggling and we were fighting cuz we were ready we are we're ready to be initiated right now and to find our godparent darn it and we were just so gun ho and we read we attended we did all of these things and then many years later we got in and after even after reading all those things We were not aware of the work, the work and the commitment that it takes. We thought we knew what we were getting ourselves into, but it is nothing like that. It is wonderful. Don't get me wrong. It is. But it is hard work. It is truly labor of love when we do things. And the commitment that you have to have, it is something else. We can go on and on about this, but that may be something that you probably should consider. If I would have been given the opportunity to do, to get into a house when I was 22, and it's the same amount of work with the same amount of commitment, I think I would have fallen off. I think. I would have fallen off. It was, I don't think I was mentally and emotionally, I just don't know if I would have been truly ready for all of that work and what happens and the protocols. And you have to show respect and there is no cursing and you have to do things. Sometimes dates come up and work And things come up that interrupt with your regular day-to-day life. And how do you cope with that? You have to do 
You have to pay your dues. You have to do that work. How do you do that? I really don't know if I would have been capable. Or maybe I think we're all capable. I definitely can tell you I was not ready back then. So to whatever powers that be did not allow me to find my house then, as frustrating, as sad as it was, I am truly, truly grateful because I definitely know that I was not ready. Here's something else. You might be avoiding a bad situation. Maybe you were about to bump into someone in the train who was wearing elekas and knowing you, you're going to be all gushing. Oh my goodness, there's an Orisha person. And you're going to ask for their number. You're going to bombard them with your questions. You're going to try to be in their house all the time. Or you're going to try to call them. And then you're going to fight to initiate. And you're going to constantly, you know, monopolize their time. You're going to be on the phone all the time. And you're going to text them every second that you can. When this might not be the best scenario for you, this person just not might not be a good fit. And your ancestors and the spirits that be, they're like, nope, not going to happen. We have to take all of these spiritual things and energetic things into account. Sometimes things are just not meant to be. Because if it is, it will happen. Another reason why it might not be happening is your ori is not aligned with your destiny. You keep saying, for example, why don't I have a godparent? I just don't get it. Everybody else is getting initiated, just not me. I just don't have it. I just don't have it. With that statement, what you just told your ori is that you don't have it and your ori will support you on it. And your ori is like, yeah, you're right. You don't. So let's keep you there. It's just how it works. Every day, you have to speak with confidence. Ori, I thank you for a great godparent, or I thank you for a spiritual priest, or I thank you for a spiritual house that guides me, or something like that. Just put it in an affirmation as though it has actually happened. When we use our words, actions, follow that and you're able to go on your way. And I struggle with what's called like, you have to kind of train your Ori. So when your mind starts going, well, I don't have a godparent. I just don't know. This is never going to happen for me. You are negatively affirming that you don't have it and it will continue that way. Meeting that godparent isn't like a shiny moment. I don't know. Okay. When I was starting out, I thought that the moment I met my godparent that I would know that I, <laughs> I, I really did think this. I thought that the clouds were going to part and a ray of sunlight was going to hit them. And who knows, petals were going to rise from the ground and little birds were going to start flying and singing around. Listen, I don't know what I was thinking, but I really thought it was going to be like a ah moment, but it wasn't. It was a process. A lot of people keep mentioning this word. It is a process. But when the shoe fits, there's no party. There's no fanfare. The shoe just fits. I, I do get it. It's not easy in the beginning when you don't know anyone and you're thirsty and dying to find someone to help you and read you and do your bows and 
let you know who your Orisha is. I get it. But this path is a path. It's a journey. It can take a lifetime. Questions for you are, are you really committed to this process? Are you committed to hang on for as long as it takes for you to find your person, for you to find where you fit? I know people who have taken more than 20 years to initiate. I remember, I remember the first person who was shown to me to do that. I went to an event in New York and it was a public one. So everyone was welcome. And this person walks in, this lady, and the person, the priest who was next to me knew that I was new. And he says, you see her, she's crowned a legba. She waited 20 years to initiate. My jaw, I think, hit the floor because in my mind, I'm like, why would you wait so long? I would have done it yesterday. Oh my goodness. So it doesn't really matter. You have to go through the things that you have to go through. It took me over 15 years. You know, one of these days, I keep saying this, I'm going to do the math, but it took me definitely over a decade to find my godmother. And I didn't find her. That's what's so funny. I never found her. And she didn't find me either. It kind of happened. When it was time, the shoe just fit. There was no party. The clouds did not part. There was no halo around her. It just fit like, oh, okay, this is how we're going to do it. And it just went that way. I promise if it is meant to be, it will happen, but it will happen in its divine time for you. I'm going to give you something that wasn't even on my notes, but I feel it's so appropriate. You might not be ready. It's still meant for you, but it's not your time and you're pushing and you're pushing, and you're pushing. And you know what? Eshu loves that type of scenario because he's going to give you choices. And I've mentioned this before. Some of them are good choices. Some of them are not so good choices. And he gives you these choices and he watches. So he may put right in front of you a shining priest and it's not meant for you, but you jump for it. and. It just may be a choice that you make, and some choices are not the right ones. So sometimes if you push, Eshu might say, you know what? You're not ready, but if you want it so badly, here, have it. Let's see what you do with it now. Let's see how you maneuver this new racetrack. Sometimes it's not good to push and push. Sometimes we do have to wait for our divine timing. You're not going to just find a godparent after one reading. I think I've only heard about that once in my entire life. I've never heard about that again, just once. Okay, I hope, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, the following things for you. One, I hope that you have a lot of patience. You're going to need it. It's not going to be easy, but I do hope this for you. Another wish that I have for you is discernment because sometimes things look or feel perfect, but they may not be. I do hope this is a big wish 
so that you can make good choices and maybe more patience (laughs) because we all need it. And lastly, I do wish for each and every one of you to go straight to your destinies so that you don't deviate because those deviations, they are what hurts in life. You know what I mean? Well, there you go, Joseph. I hope that you found the response useful in your journey. I want you to know that you are not alone in this. Like, really, really, you are not alone. I can't thank you enough for the time that you took to ask this question. I do wish for you lots of patience. It is not easy in the beginning, but it's interesting. Once things start happening, it's like true what they say. It's like the ball starts rolling and there's no stopping it. If it is meant to happen for you, it absolutely and totally will. To our wonderful community, I hope that you enjoyed today's Ask a Priest episode. Did you like it? Let me know by leaving a comment and of course, by sharing it. Also, I would like to ask that if you have just five minutes, five, takes even less if you're really savvy, but usually it's about five, to leave a review in iTunes. It really helps us to continue to create content and it just helps us to keep going with the Orisha Wisdom podcast and to keep it on the map. Do you have a burning question that you've been dying to ask a priest? I finally got a great way to gather your questions so that they don't get lost in the different threads on Facebook and private messages. I mean, of course, you can still email me at light at orishawisdom.com, pop into our Facebook group called the Orisha Wisdom Community, and you can ask it there. However, however, I have a very special way of getting this question out to me so that it's all in one place. This will make it super easy for me to keep your question without any noise around it. And it's brand new. I know, I just created it. I'm super excited. All you have to do is go to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash ask a priest. No dashes, no nothing, just ask a priest. I am so excited to finally have a place to keep all of your incoming questions nice and organized. I can't wait to see your questions. Really, it's going to be so fun to finally have a place to look at them. I'm sure you know this, but in case you don't, if we decide to tackle your question and I do not know the answer to it, I will find it. That will be a teaching moment, not just for you and your brothers and sisters who have probably also asked the same question, but also for me. We are all here to learn. So don't worry about the link. I will put it on the show notes. As you know, each episode also is on YouTube. So if you prefer to listen in on YouTube versus putting it on your phone, I know I do. I listen to a lot of things on video. I'm not even looking. I'm just listening. So if you do that, I will link to the episode or maybe to the channel so that you can just go check out all of the past ones. And don't worry about it. I am going to add it to the show notes. We have reached the end of this episode. Oh my goodness. And it was a good one. It is a good question. It happens often. So thank you so much to 
to Joseph for sending the question and thank you so much for hanging in there with me until the very, very end. For show notes, go to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash 3535. Stay tuned for the next couple of episodes. I'm not going to give it away, but I'll tell you this. It has to do with a yawo. It has to do with a challenge amongst the Orisha community. It's a topic that has been hot throughout ever. I'm very excited. These are going to be so very good episodes. And I can't wait to share them with you. And I'll give you some hint, hint. They're going to have guests. Some of them will have guests. I am very excited. Until next time, may the elevated ancestors and all Arisha bless you immensely. Odabo! Thank you for listening to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes at orishawisdom.com forward slash podcast. Can't get enough of Arisha Wisdom? Check us out at orishawisdom.com and subscribe to our community. Remember, the wisdom of Ifa and Orisha is all around us. Be blessed, and until next time.